Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What up, y'all? So, you know who it is. <laughs> um, I just want to apologize for the late upload and the, I guess, later recording. Although that's more so of an apology to myself, that second part. But the late upload is an apology to you. It could be to myself as well. Uh, Y'all know how I usually record these episodes over the weekend. Well, I didn't use my time wisely last week in general. The weekday and the weekend. I had a big project due for school and I waited last minute to do so. And therefore, it took up the entire day that I usually would have had to record this podcast and the My Two Cents podcast, and just do other things for my own personal, you know, projects, and not school-related projects as well. That was my mistake. That is something that I've done multiple times this year already, (laughs) within the past few months especially. Um, Other stoppages happened because of other things happening, and of course, I do apologize to the listeners out there who you know are avid listeners and you are expecting a new episode every Monday or at least every single week that's why I wanted to put this one out um, this week now whether it's gonna come out today as in tonight as in Thursday night that I'm recording this or it's gonna come out Friday morning um, I still wanted to put something out for this week because it wasn't like I didn't have things to talk about. I have three topics, three topics that's going to be covered in this episode. But again, because of my poor time management of last week, I wasn't able to record this podcast. Now, if you subscribe to the My Two Cents podcast, that got a new episode. But the My Two Cents podcast is a shorter, much easier podcast to record than this podcast where I have to not only come up with multiple topics if I'm going to do an episode like the rest that have at least three topics or at most three topics within within uh, an episode um, and you know do the research on the stuff and then take notes on what I'm going to say that's that's far the, the prep work and, and just everything that has to do for this podcast is much different than the work that I have to do for the My Two Cents podcast. I literally just review one album per week. I can listen to multiple albums per week, but I'm not going to review multiple albums for that entire week. You're not going to get two, three episodes of the My Two Cents podcast every week. You're going to get one, and that's usually one album review or one music-related topic that I'm discussing. Um, so though, again, much easier to record. I was able to do that episode late at night still, but late enough to, 
not late enough for me to lose uh, a, 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 you know, a lot of sleep because I have to work in the morning, but it was late enough for too late for me to even attempt to record this ep this episode last weekend or last Sunday even um, because I would have been up maybe another three hours. I would have lost some sleep pretty much. And then again, got to go to work, you know, had class the next day as well. So I had to prepare for all of that. But I do apologize. Again, this these episodes can be and should be actually recorded way before the weekend. You know, when I was very consistent with the uploads, when I first started doing this podcast, it was because I was doing them throughout the week. And sure, I was recording. I was still recording. I was still consistent when I was recording on the weekends. But I don't think I was in school at the time. And if I was, I don't think the workload, I don't think I pretty much was so laxed on a workload for the school or for the class that I waited till last minute to do something. Last course was I'm making an uh, effort of mine. This is for me holding myself accountable, right? All this is me holding myself accountable because at the end of the day, it's me and my time management skills, right? That I need to hone and, and sharpen and be better at. But it was something I was doing in the past pretty much that was working successfully. And I need to continue to do that, whether it's that's with time management, whether that's with something else in general. If it worked in the past, I shouldn't have had stopped doing it to change it up for something else. Maybe I changed it up because of scheduling issues, which is likely the reason as to why I change things up. Um, it's usually due to scheduling. It's never really due to because I feel like changing it. <laughs> or rarely, let me just put that day. It's rarely because, oh, I just feel like changing it to this day. Therefore, it's going to be this day. It's usually a scheduling thing as to why I changed it. You know, I either recording sessions or change something, right? It's usually a scheduling thing where it interferes. And the thing that it interferes with has to come first over the podcast. Because as much as I love doing this, as much as I love the loyal listeners out there, it's only about 10 of y'all. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> probably even less. But anyways, if what do I look like? I'm sorry. This is just going to be me being very candid. What do I look like changing up something like putting something, putting the podcast over something else? Now, granted, there are a lot of things I'd rather put the podcast over. But I just don't have the luxury right now to do so. Not with money and not with time. So with that being said, these other things that interfere with the time, poor time management, that is my fault, will have, uh, will, will, will cause the, the podcast to be put on the background. I do want to be more consistent, right? Or get back to a real nice consistency, right? You, you all have been getting episodes every week. I believe y'all have. Either or, I know it's been seven minutes in, but I want to get that in. I want to get that apology in. Let's start with the first actual topic. I appreciate those who are listening right now, right? If you clicked off, 
relax. Like, come on, relax. I'm gonna, I, 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 in the, in the, in the times, in the description box below, I'm gonna have the actual time that the topic of, you know, this, this, uh, that the topic starts, right? That I'm gonna talk about right now, J.K. Rowling's versus, uh, white liberals, right? I'm gonna have that actual time. So it started like seven minutes and some, some seconds, right? I'm gonna have that time instead of, you know, the other time. Just, just... So, you know, people won't be like, when you go at this moment in time, all right? Shut it. Anyways, we're here. We're now talking about J.K. Rowling, all right? Let me, let me, let me uh, eat these grapes real quick. Yeah. Sorry for chewing on in your ear. Sorry for the tardiness. I'm not going to apologize for anything that I may say in this episode. If I lose subscribers, I lose subscribers. It is what it is. If I lose listeners, I lose listeners. That sucks. But that also is what it also is. Now, I wanted to bring up J.K. Rollins and white liberals and how they view her. um, And how they view pretty much everybody else that they want to cancel. Um, from my perspective of it, what I've seen and how I've seen them behave compared to, especially the black, uh, celebrities that they want to cancel so much, um, like the Dave Chappelle's, right? Or Dave Chappelle. Now I won't say Dave Chappelle's cause it's only one, but you know, Dave Chappelle, Kanye West is going through it right now, which I may or may not do a video on just discussing the situation. You know what? I will probably do a video on discussing the entire situation. Just my thoughts and all that. And that is what it is. I People going to... I know if you're a loyalist for sure. If you know, you're like... You always say you're not going to talk about Kanye. You always say you're not going to talk about Kanye. And you end up doing it. You always say something... And then you end up doing that as well. I'm a human being. That's number one. Number two. I say that because it's like... I all Every time I say something, right? And we'll get into... This relates to J.K. Rollins. Relax. It's not a ramble. It is, but it's, it's not an off-topic ramble. But I say that because every time I say something about him... After I'm finished, I'm like... I'm pretty sure the next time he wows out... I'm going to say the same thing. So therefore, there's really no, no, and I don't want to repeat myself. Therefore, there's no sense in me even talking about him anymore. But then there's always, 90% of what I say is always going to be the same thing. And it has always been the same thing. But it's always that 10% where it's like, now there's nuance to the situation. Now there's something that I have to add on top of the stuff that I already said last year, last month last year, last month, and last year, and years ago, right? Ever since he started wilding out years ago, right? So, like, it's always like a 10% difference. So I still feel important, I still feel that 10% difference is important enough for me to want to make content on. Simple as that. You know, if you are watching that video and you're like, you already said this, blah, say, blah, told you 90% of things that I say about Kanye aren't going to change because he hasn't really changed. But then when something arises and I'm like, but this is something new, boom. But 
how why bring up Kanye, right? How white liberals are viewing him, how, like I said, they view Dave Chappelle, and how they're going about canceling those guys or just canceling others in general. I don't see that same energy for J.K. Rollins. I don't want to see that energy for J.K. Rollins, by the way. Um, But these are the same people who claim to be all about um, equality, right? But even within their own activism or cancellation, the um, their actions are not the same. I'm typing in right now on Google. I knew, I knew it, I knew it. Okay, I was typing in what is a turf, right? Even before I even typed in. Because I've heard the term before. I knew that TERF stands for Trans-Exclusionary Radical Feminist. What that pretty much means is in J.K. Rollins is a TERF, and I believe she 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 owns up to that title, right? That's the title that white liberals gave her. So a trans-exclusionary radical feminist is a feminist who does believe in feminism, right? Or they they consider themselves a radical feminist, but they don't believe that trans women are actually women. And therefore, when they talk about feminism, they're not including trans women within the talks of feminism, right? They don't believe trans women are women. So when they're talking about men's, women's rights, they're excluding trans women. When they're talking about equality for women, they're excluding trans women. When they're just talking about anything in regards to feminism and the advancement of women, they are not talking about anything in regards of the advancement of trans women because they are excluding trans women from what they are saying. J.K. Rollins is, uh, has <clears throat> mentioned that she that's her ideology, right? Whether she owns up to the title of turf or not, again... That is the ideology that, um, you know, is behind one being a turf, right? I don't see white liberals constantly going after every single thing J.K. Rowling touches and trying to get her money flow to stop. In fact, J.K. Rowling's is so well off that she's still making money off of Harry Potter. And I could be wrong, but that is the only thing I believe she's ever done personally. I think she's had her hand in a few other things, but she wasn't like the sole creator of these other things. And even in those situations, because I believe there was something as recent as 2021 or 2020. It was in the recent years where she was, I guess, co-creator or co-something, right? But she played a small role in it. And yet the the radical feminist, the the non-turf radical feminist and the white liberals, they didn't feel the need to go after her on anything. Meanwhile, Dave Chappelle can't even go shopping without being harassed by somebody. I'm not defending Kanye at all, but he can't do business with anybody at this moment in time. You know? 
other folks have dealt this this dealt with this same type of backlash. Other celebrities have dealt with the same type of backlash where when white liberals decided we are done with you, we're canceling you, they want to stop that individual's money flow or just livelihood in general. Again, that person can't go shopping without being harassed. This person can't go somewhere and, and you know, let's, they, they, they try to speak at a college, right? And they get invited to a college um, to speak. And they're not even, they're probably speaking about I don't know, like perseverance or something like that. They're not even speaking about the thing that got them canceled by white folks, right? But yet they will go after the school and say, you need to get this individual. You need to stop this individual from speaking. We will protest. We will do, we will rah, rah, rah. If you don't cancel this individual from coming up to this school and speaking. I don't care if they're speaking about motivational stuff. I cancel them. They should not, you know, be having money or whatever. Or or just doing anything with their life. They should just be crying and, and begging for forgiveness from us. That's what they really mean. That's what they really want, by the way. But I don't see that action happening for J.K. Rollins. And like I said, I do not want that for her. Do I agree with her form of feminism? I don't agree with anybody's feminism. I don't. Let's get that clear. I don't agree with modern day or even back in the day feminism. That I don't. And people are gonna say, "Oh, and then you don't think women are?" Nope. 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 Feminism. And I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Feminism was never really meant, never, never at all, meant for equality for women. Definitely not all women. It was white women who were angry that they were getting a back burner. They were being put in a back burner and they wanted the power to oppress uh, just as much as the white men. That's what feminism is. We just want the power to oppress just like the white men got the power to oppress, right? And a lot of slave owners, a lot of slave oppressors, abusers especially, were actually white women. So why the freak you crying for? You crying because Tommy took the whip from your hand and said, that's that's enough beating of Kuta. I'm beating Kunta for the rest of the night and you, you're like, no, I want to beat him some more. And, and then he slapped you for talking back to him. And then feminists came, feminism came, right? Someone going to be upset and be like, you're just oversimplifying. That is not right. Listen, do your Googles. I look up your girl, Margaret Sanger. Look up the, just, just, just all of these it's not it's not a movement that is based on genuine equality not for all women and not for women and men in general <clears throat> it was just a bunch of angry ugly ass white women who wanted the ability to the same amount of <laughs> i guess you could say equality in the sense that they wanted equal they just wanted the the, the equal opportunity to oppress and they have that. But 
they wanted it, I guess, across the board, not just for the rich white women who married rich white men who became rich white women because they married a rich white man who owned slaves. Now, J.K. Rawlings, again, as I was saying, I don't agree with her ideology, but I really do like how, <clears throat> as far as the, the, the turf stuff, right? Um, because whether you are a regular feminist or, or, you know, trans exclusionary feminist, um, I just don't, I don't like the idea of excluding trans women out of talks of just rights in general. Now, granted, trans women deal with different things than, uh, non-trans women, right? Cisgender women or whatever the term you want to say, right? These are facts. These are facts. People can, this is insane. A fact It's not hate speech. Saying the fact is not be, it's not saying anything negative. It's a fact. So I understand if JK was like, and I believe she did actually say this, but I don't think that the white liberals care. I believe she did say, listen, it's not that I'm against trans folks or trans women. I just don't think they should be included in my style of feminism. But I do believe that they still should have rights. That they should still be advocated for. I'm just not going to be the one to do it. <laughs> you know? Not in my movement. Not in my style of feminism. And I don't think that's a wrong approach. I honestly don't think that is a wrong approach to do it. Now, the exclusionary aspect of trans women are not women. And these people should be disrespected. They're not, they should not, they're not human beings who deserve rights equal. There's some, there's probably turfs like that. And they're like, oh, they're discussing human beings. They're disgusting animals, not even human beings, right? Probably worse than animals, just disgusting blobs of skin. Like, that is disrespectful. And that's not the stuff I'm going to slide with, you know? But as far as just everything else, I don't believe that, again, I, I I don't agree with all feminism, right? Whether it's trans-exclusionary feminism or trans-inclusionary fe- feminism. I think it's all whack, right? Um, I've seen some good examples of feminism, by the way, or what feminism should be. I've seen examples of that. But that's not what the majority of it is today. And it definitely wasn't the majority of it back in the day as well. And until if or when it becomes the actual good examples of what feminism should be, I'm not going to call anything feminism a positive thing. Right. You know, that's that's just what it is. That's just me. But. JK's still driving out here. Now, granted, all the other people, like Dave Chappelle, you know, for example, he's still thriving as well. Netflix is not doing away with Dave Chappelle specials, even though before people even watch the special and know what he's going to say in it, they're already calling for him to be canceled or 
for Netflix to be canceled. Yet these are the same people for the past few years, the past few stand-up specials, continue to keep their Netflix subscription and also paid the rising prices. Because it was just recent, right? It was just like three years ago or so. Maybe even two. Where Netflix raised the price yet again. And it seemed like they were doing it every nine or so months. That they were raising their prices. Dave Chappelle has had multiple specials since then. And yet you still subscribe. And yet you still paid the rise in prices as well. J.K. Rowland's Dave Chappelle, probably not even Kanye, but I'll save that for the video, right? Link in the description box below the YouTube channel. The video may or may not be up by now, but still subscribe to the YouTube channel because I'm sure there are videos there you have yet to see from me. And if you watch every single video that I've posted on that channel, wow, I will have the Kanye one up soon, promise. But, um... These folks aren't going anywhere, you know? And that's why I titled the episode the way that I titled it, what I titled it, because cancel culture is technically a failure, you know? This 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 first top topic has gone all over the place, kinda. Right? We are still talking about the same people. But I do want to transition a bit into why cancel culture really just doesn't work in general. Because the individuals who partake in it Y'all are not serious. Y'all are not serious. Again, for the example of Dave Chappelle, Netflix doesn't care about how angry you are that Dave Chappelle gets stand-up specials. They look at what the numbers say. Your wallet doesn't say you're angry. Your bank information, your card, your credit card information, your Apple Pay information, your... Whatever, inf- whatever payment method that you use to pay for your monthly Netflix subscription, those things do not say that you're angry at Netflix. They actually say the complete opposite, that you're still satisfied with Netflix, so satisfied that, they're, they're, that they can automatically take out however much money Netflix is right now, you know, per month. And if it's not automatic, you manually still keep your subscription with them alive. Which to me is kind of even worse than you having it on auto pay. I mean, with auto pay, people tend to forget they have things on auto pay. You know? Not wise, but I understand it. Right? You, on the other hand, if you are like me, you're a manual payer and yet you're complaining about Netflix every single time Dave has a special... And yet you still subscribe to Netflix and you pay manually. Netflix is not going to, again, they don't see your, you could tweet angrily about Netflix. And then within the same 10 minutes after you hit twin, uh, twin tweet, tweet on a tweet. After you quoted the tweets, <laughs> You then go on Netflix and you go to subscription and then you pay that balance, right? What you owe manually. Netflix is gonna not gonna say, oh man, Sarah Kitten Eyes 47 just tweeted, Netflix shame on you. 
for another Dave Chappelle special. But she also just paid her Netflix, uh, uh, her her Netflix bill for the month. Oh man, which one should we take more seriously? The money. One hundred times out of ninety nine, it is always going to be the money <laughs> that Netflix and all these other subscription services or any business is going to pay more attention to, rather than your damn tweets. Cancel culture is a failure because y'all are not serious about your anger. J.K. Rollins continues to have influence on the in the world of um, fantasy and magics and wizards and all that other stuff. Not just because Harry Potter is just freaking amazing, but because y'all continue to give her money for Harry Potter. Y'all continue to support her or support any other thing that she kind of has her hand on in when it comes to uh, to those, uh, you know, those, those, those pieces of art that someone else is creating, but they kind of tapped into J.K. Rollins because she's the queen of, of that, you know, realm, right? Y'all keep supporting that stuff and wondering why J.K. is still banking. You know, y'all don't follow through with, you You just think a bunch of angry tweets is going to do something, you know, and not saying that people being vocal about things hasn't made changes because it has, but not as much, not nearly as much has just being vocal about something changed when action was followed by that or even if it wasn't even vocal it was just pure action based if people just said listen we're not taking the bus anymore we're boycotting the bus system since y'all want to be we're we're not taking buses anymore and then it's like oh snap we got to stop segregating the buses now because we're losing money right So, if you really want things to change, white liberals, you got to be more action-oriented. I can't believe I'm giving y'all advice because y'all are cringe, but I'm going to do so anyways. Y'all have to be more action-oriented, and I mean actually action-oriented, not TikTok video action-oriented, not Twitter finger action-oriented, actually following you can have actions that are going to sacrifice something that that you're going to sacrifice, essentially. And that's what uh, today's activists, in quotation marks, don't do. That's why their their movements never never uh, never amount to much because none of their movements actually have them taking a hit. Have them sacrificing something as little as something as even if it's as little as a subscription to a a you know a, a streaming service. They can't even do that. Oh, but I did the other shows that I enjoy. They the Jeffrey Dahmer show. I, I, that should not. I shouldn't have to cancel Netflix because I hate Dave Chappelle, but I love the Jeffrey Dahmer story, even though I'm a hypocrite. I love all that. I shouldn't have to. I don't know. First of all, there's ways to watch all of it. I can tell you. Just DM me. DM me. Find me on Twitter. There's ways to watch. 
that's all I'm gonna say. It's this way you should watch some stuff now. Without having to watch some stuff now. You know what I'm saying? That other part didn't make sense, but DM me if you want to know ways, all right? There's ways to watch some things up in here. But if you're going to make the argument, well, you know, I like this show on Netflix. I like this show, that show, this. Then clearly what you're saying is these shows mean more than you than your supposed anger at Dave Chappelle. Oh, I like this story, that story, this movie, that movie. And J.K. Rollins has her foot in it, right? Some footing in it or whatever, right? Something to do with it. I don't want to cancel it because it still looks good to me. I like this genre of things or whatever the, the, the reason is to why you like it. Clearly, it shows that the problem that you have with the individual, whether it's J.K. Rollins or Dave Chappelle or even Kanye West or even Ernest, right? Clearly, it shows that the issue that you have is not bigger than these these simple pleasures that you have partaking in whether whatever the art is so stop fronting like it is shut up enjoy what you're going to enjoy and nobody's going to be able to call you out on your bs like i do but that's that that's the topic i i kind of switched to this second thing that was not planned the whole, the, the whole first part is me just talking about why JK hasn't been getting the smoke like like Dave has gets, gets the smoke for simply grocery shopping and, and telling corny jokes on a special, right? Um, jokes that aren't even like jokes, um, but commentary. He can't, again, man can't even go shopping without getting harassed, but y'all can't not watch anything related to J.K. Rowling and you still want to say things like she's a turf. Clearly, the categorization of a turf hasn't hurt her one bit. So, yeah. Because you don't take action. And that's why I felt the need to talk about that second part. Y'all don't take action. You don't take sacrificial action. Even the slightest thing like not subscribing to or canceling your Netflix subscription. And even those who said they did it, they always resubscribe. Netflix, again, they they see their resubscriptions. They're not going to give a damn that you subscribed for the first time because Dave Chappelle's first special. And then once it all blew over, you quietly resubscribe because of some other show or because... You got a crush on Jeffrey Dahmer or something. You a weirdo, right? Anyways, that is that. We'll get into a commercial break and then we'll get into the next topic. Stay tuned. So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with a fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about a dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, 
you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents podcast. That is the word my two cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast right after that you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast once again go over subscribe to the my two cents podcast new episodes every monday just like this podcast now let's get back to the show So this next segment here is about the police stations, the China ran police stations in countries, not in China. There is a five minute and 30 second video about pretty much container ships or just things relating to China having some type of just physical presence on, uh, again, territory that is outside of China. Um, I will play the entirety of this video and then I will read part of this article as well. And I promise to leave because this one is like super, super important or whatever. Um, plus it goes with what I was saying. And if you want to see the video, you're going to have to read the article, but Um, and just in general, I want to be better at that. Uh, one of the things I want to naturally be better at is leaving the article links in the description box below. So let's start with (laughs) this episode and this segment here. Link in the description box below. It's a Newsweek article. So there's that. Um, that is about this very topic here. So without further ado... Like I said, I will, if you hear other noise in the background, it's because it's me doing other stuff in the background. (laughs) So what I'm going to do, because I already saw the video. I know what what is being said, by the way. I know the talking points. I watched it before I decided I wanted to include it within this segment here. So with that being said, I will leave the microphone here hopefully it picks up the noise of the video um but i will know once i I get to edit and if not again um one let me apologize in advance and two you can watch this video for yourself again by hitting the link in the description box below the newsweek article link the video is literally the first thing you will see before you get down to the written uh, aspect of the article as well. So there, there's how you can view it as well. If you don't want to just listen, but without further ado, do let me press play. World trade is shifting. China is becoming much more powerful and having much more say. I think the traditional powers such as Europe, the United States, Japan as well, need to ask themselves 
quite carefully to an extent they want to take on the risk represented by allowing China with its very powerful Communist Party to dominate increasingly world trade, supply chains and issues like that. I went to Hamburg to take a look at Hamburg port, which is where Chinese ships and ships from other countries, massive container vessels, 400 meters long, regularly pull in to unload and load cargo. And I uh, went through the port on a boat and got really close up to the Costco ship. And that ship was the Libra, the Costco Libra. Costco is China's state shipper. It's a state-owned company. Costco has hundreds of ships. Libra is in some ways very symbolic because she was pulled into Hamburg port at Tolaot Terminal. Costco is trying to buy about one third, 35% exactly, of operations. And it would be the first time that the Chinese state shipper is buying into Hamburg port. The deal is controversial because there's a growing sense in many democratic countries in, in the US, in Germany, in other places too, that China's investments in ports is part of a bigger strategic plan to gain control and to be able to manage, if you like, trade, but also to influence local government by making investments into overseas ports, so ports outside of China. What kind of bothers people about Costco taking stakes in ports around the world is the sense that it's not just about commerce, it's about politics and the military as well, and those interests all coming together via this state-owned shipping company, which is a massive company. One of the ways in which that's most clearly shown is by the fact that there are Communist Party branches on board Costco ships. The thing is that if they are Communist Party members, it's very important to know they have to follow the Communist Party discipline. And that means that they can essentially be asked to do kind of anything that the party wants, and they don't really have a choice but to do it unless they want to get into serious trouble. As far as we know, Chinese companies have investments in 96 separate ports around the world on every continent. Of the 96 ports where China has investments, more than half of these deals, about 58, were made in the last decade alone. There is evidence to show that where China makes investments in ports around the world, PLA, so People's Liberation Army Navy, ships tend to show up afterwards. I have spoken to Navy captains who are beginning to ask themselves Will it be possible for their ships to call into ports, commercial ports, where Chinese state companies are invested in the future if they gain a big part of that port? Because will there be like serious security concerns? Is that an avenue that's going to shut down? I think another issue is that as China gains acquisitions in ports, that the way China's commerce being so politically coloured as well, that uh, through the presence of the Communist Party, that they start to have influence over local governments and over local politics and start to create decisions which benefit Chinese interests overseas rather than purely commercial interests. Another concern is that, that China does have a long track record of using trade as a weapon often in quite unseen ways. So they won't, for example, state that something is going to 
happens, for example, that they may suddenly start blocking exports or imports of certain goods now from us from other countries. I think ultimately, what China wants from this growing influence on international ports and in trade is, first of all, of course, it is interested in business and it is a genuinely large and important trading power. Secondly, I think it wants to get itself into a position of enough dominance and influence on international trade and the systems that go into it, including information and digital systems, that it can't actually be sanctioned. Individuals in China have been sanctioned by Western powers over things like enormous human rights abuses, and it simply wants to be in a position where other countries can't afford to do that, because if they do, suddenly they're not getting any food in, they're not getting their fresh prawns in, they're not getting their computer items, they're not getting all kinds of things, cars, uh, any electronics, clothing. Because China can say, no, you know what, it's not going to ship it to you. All right. That is the end of the video. Once again, I repeat, if you want to watch that video for yourself, see the visuals behind the voice or and all that, click on the or just simply if you want to read the article that I'm referencing here, um, click on the Newsweek article in the description box below. That's where you can see the video and read the article. So. I'm about to start reading the article now, and it starts with the first sentence here. In the United States, the reports open source open source data and indicated one such service center in New York City and Canada. Hold on. That was not the first sentence. <laughs> My bad. I scrolled all the way down, but hey. That was a nice little preview, right? This is the first for sure. Beijing's law enforcement tactics beyond its borders are under scrutiny after a report revealed dozens of cities, including New York, were hosting Chinese overseas police stations. A pilot program run by the Public Security Bureau. I'm going to mispronounce all of these names. Fu Xiao and Qingxian counties of coastal Fujian and Xinjiang provinces respectively had established 54 overseas police service centers across five continents, 25 cities, and 21 countries of as of June 21st, according to Spain-based NGO Safeguard Defenders. The overseas service stations were created in the name of combating transnational crime, especially telecommunications fraud, which has already seen the arrest of a large number of Chinese nationals living abroad. Their stated tasks also include the provision of administrative services such as the renewal of Chinese driver's license, the report said. Safeguard defenders said Chinese China's policing tactics were problematic as they targeted suspects without firmly establishing links to crime 
or adhering to due process in in host countries, chiefly by co- chiefly by coercion the family, coercing the family members of alleged fugitives as a means to persuade them to return on their own. Between April 2021 and July 2022, Chinese authorities arrested 230,000 suspects this way, the majority from Southeast Asia, the NGO said. And then is the sentence that I was mistakenly reading before. In the United States, the report's open source data indicate one such service center in New York City in Canada. Three were established in Toronto. In South America, there was one each in Quito and it's a Guayaquil, Ecuador, Rio de Janeiro, I know that word, and Sao Paulo, Brazil, Buenos Aires, Argentina, and Vina de Mar, Chile. Most of the Chinese overseas police stations were located in Europe, including nine in Spain, the most of any country on the list. Three in Madrid, three in Barcelona, two in Valencia, and one in Santiago de Compostela. Italy has hosted the second most stations in Europe with four, Rome, Milan, Florence, and Prado. In France, three service centers were operating out of, I don't see how, I'm gonna skim through. Yeah, they're just listing off stuff. This ain't got nothing to do with China though. So I'm gonna stop reading there. <laughs> they were just listing off the other countries, I guess, that have stations, police stations in other territories. I get how, why that was, I guess, why they felt the need to mention that. But we're here talking about China. We're not talking about the other places. So, yeah. But if you want to read up on that information, again, link in the description box below. This is wild news, man. Um, when I saw the reports of it, I that first part about, you know, getting Chinese criminals or frauds or whatever the case is, and that's what it was meant to be, this, that, the third. Um, I was like, that's still... I still didn't buy it as the sole excuse as to why China would have its own police stations here in the United States, right? But Kanye West, a man who just who who just got in trouble for stating facts about uh, Jews pretty much having their own communities, the place in their own people and everything. Now you have people who might assume that China is 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 policing Chinese citizens within the United States. And it sounds like an unsuccessful attempt at it because it sounds like they're not even nabbing the real criminals and they're just going after people who are Southeast Asian. Indian folks especially. I don't... <laughs> uh, was it Southeast Asian that was getting most of them getting nabbed? Yeah, most, the majority of these 230K arrests were Indian folks. Let's keep it real. Southeast Asian, Indian folks, 
and they're not really these folks are not in you know I don't know why China's essentially picking a fight with India maybe it's a world power type thing I don't know but essentially that's what they're doing is picking a fight with Indian citizens of the United States and the US is just allowing it to happen because of what the woman said in the video the this whole trade uh situation because we rely so we and other nations rely so much on China's goods and services that they can simply just say we can walk up in your house and put our feet on your 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 uh your table we can go in your fridge and eat up all your little Scooby snacks and whatever the case is and you can't say a damn thing about it because you owe us because we supply this thing for you so much of this thing that you want that I can just come up in your home and do whatever the heck I want. I can mess with your kids. I could use your, use up your toothpaste, your toilet tissue, toilet tissue, and not, uh, you know, get a new roll for you. I can piss on your your toilets and <laughs> not put the toilet seat up. Put it up if I want to, and still piss on your toilet and not clean it up, not wipe it. I can, you know, cough on your toothbrush. I can do all this stuff, and you're going to allow it. Because you need me. Now, it's a thug move from China. It's a real thug move. Do I condone it? No. I I, I think this is something that we should... We should not be for. We should not be for this because it's... it's I don't give a damn... how 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 you know how much in debt america is to 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 china they shouldn't be able to do what they're doing you know especially if it seems like they're con- trying to cause an outright i want to say race war but you know india and in china, china indian and chinese aren't racist but they're still, it seems like they're trying to cause an all-out war with India by messing with their citizens in the United States. And it's and they're probably trying to, you know, I'm not saying... It, what the lady said in the video uh, is absolutely what's going on. My speculation is just that, speculations. So, it seems like they're trying to just pick fights with, with Southeast Asian folks, Indian folks. They're trying to pick fights with them. They're trying to get on India's bad side. They're trying to do this on U.S. territory. They're probably trying to get India to say to the U.S., look, why are y'all not doing anything? Do something. They're trying to get the India to try to poke, you know, U.S., or they're trying to get U.S. to say something so they can then retaliate themselves. It just, it's, it's all a bunch of petty, to be honest, low dick nonsense. But, whether it's capitalism or communism. This is the way of the world. This is why when people argue about all these other economic programs and it's like no country, no matter the economic, uh, you know, whatever system that they have, right? 
they're all a bunch of evil dirt bags, yo. Like what what why why do this? Other than the fact that because you have the power to do so and you just want to keep using that to your advantage. Anyone trying to argue that this would be a good idea or, you know, America bad because communism and everybody else is good. Nah, yo, like, nah. So, with that being said, I just want, I, I, I just wanted to hip y'all on what was going on, you know, um, honestly don't have much else to say other than this is, this is very alarming, you know, um, and also, again, the lady that was spoke in that video, a lot of the points she made outside of stating the facts, how this is a dangerous thing, she took the words right out of my mouth, honestly, because when I first, again, heard about this situation, what she was saying were exactly my feelings. This could happen. That could happen. China could be pretty much waving a little tiny dicks around and say, hey, we on your territory and you need this and you're going to have to do what we say. And as you can see, the only thing that I added was the aspect of China these these police officers here messing with Southeast Asian folks on American territory and how that would look to India, how that would look to 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 just others in, in, in general. You know? So there's that aspect. We're gonna take one more break and then we'll get into the final topic. Stay tuned. Alright, this last topic here. <clears throat> I I tried getting people's input. I tried. I, I made an effort to try to get other people's input on this because I really want other people's thoughts on this situation here. But as I kind of expected, people just ignored it. People didn't respond. Um, so now, y'all, as if I wasn't going to share my thoughts on it anyway, but y'all out there, if you hear me say anything, you're like... You need to interview people. You need to talk to me. You need to get others' opinions on this. I reached out. I made social media posts. I got zelch, zero, nada responses on this on this very topic. I made a video about a short video about it on uh, the Rizzle app that I've talked about before. The video got over. It was like a hundred some views on it. Or maybe it was over a hundred views. Zero comments. <laughs> people saw it is the point and nobody responded. I asked people to share their thoughts on the situation. This question that I'm opposing to y'all. 
and just because I know people have thoughts on it. I know I have thoughts, and I know I ain't the only person who have thoughts on it. How I know people have thoughts on it is these are conversations that I've seen and heard had long before I even had this podcast, and even long when I first started this podcast, people were still having this conversation. It may not be a big conversation piece nowadays. But it's still a conversation piece nonetheless that people have. So I know people had have opinions on it. Nobody answered. You know, I put out. I, I, so for everyone that's going to be listening to this and you're like, it's one sided. We don't we don't have another opinion. This, that and the third. Please send in a voice message and I will gladly have it played throughout the next episode. Respond to that as well. Send me a message on Twitter and Instagram. Both you love Ernest. You know? Send me a message there. You know? Um, These are ways where you can connect. If you have me anywhere else on social media. Answer these questions. Answer this question via a comment on, you know, the promotion of this post. Of of the promotion post of this episode. You know, when I promote these episodes on social media. Or, again, just sim- simply send me a message. But y'all cannot say that. And not, you know, not many people have said this. But people tried in the past saying that, you know, my things are usually one-sided. And it's, they, they would like to hear other people's perspective on these certain topics that I speak on. And I agree but that cannot happen when people do not uh, respond or they simply just do not agree to come on. You know, I like to say and, and I like to believe I create a welcoming atmosphere here. I say that not just because that I make an effort to do so, but I've had guests in the past who said that many of them, many different guests who said that. So. If people say that, but they're still not not comfortable stating their opinion on whatever the topic is, I can't do anything about that. You know, I can only do what I can do about my opinion and my actions. So with that being said, this topic of females with majority or all male friends. What are your thoughts on it? That was the simple question, by the way. That was the question that I asked on Rizzle, other social, uh, at Twitter, definitely, and other social uh, platforms as well. Like I said, got no response. Got people to view into it. If, if I look into the stats of who, you know, the impressions is what they call them, I'm pretty sure it's going to show maybe at least 100 or more impressions on those posts. But again, zero engagement as far as people who actually commented on it. So I can't, I can't control them, you know? So you're going to get my thoughts, of course. Like I said, and you were going to get my thoughts on the situation, even if I had other comments to, to pretty much other people's comments. Um, but we're here now. And we're talking about my thoughts on the aspect of females who have majority male friends or all male friends. 
I I want to say that I will trust a potential partner, right? If she had majority male friends or all male friends. Let me put a, uh, I, I guess a, 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 I guess a caveat or whatever. It if these friends were gay men, now people go say whatever they want. If these friends were gay men, I probably, I'd be okay with it more so if they were heterosexual men. Because of things that I've seen, things that I've experienced before, um, other comments, other stories. Again, this is not a brand new conversation. This is not like, whoa, I don't have anything to say about this because this is just too far out, man, of a question. Nah, (laughs) it ain't like that, you know? Um, So with that being said, my opinions, as always, come from what I see and what I experience, you know, um, and just my perspective in general. I really need a new case for my zapper. That's what I call my uh, taser, by the way, my zapper. But I need a new case for it. That's kind of off topic, but I was just looking at it. Anyways, um, if, again, like I said, if this if this woman that I was dating had majority male friends but they were all gay men I'm sorry to say it but I'd be okay with that now people could say women experiment with gay men all the time or vice versa gay men experiment with women all the time um yeah I'm aware of these situations (laughs) but I feel like and if that were to happen I wouldn't be okay with it I wouldn't be like ah that's just gay, Josh. Yeah, of course you suck this dick. You know, I don't care, babe. Like, give me a kiss. No. I'd still be like, fuck you. Fuck Josh. I'm out of here. But I feel like there'd be less emotion involved from both gay Josh and whoever the woman I'm dating if a situa- situation like that were to happen. Whereas if it was straight Josh... And I'm just naming male names and stuff. Don't don't get offended if your name is Josh or Tom or Jeff or, you know, Daquan or whatever, right? Don't get offended. I'm just naming male names, right? So I feel like a situation like that, like if she gave head to straight Josh, right? Instead of gay Josh. Yeah, I'd be equally mad. But I feel like there'd be more emotion with her, more emotion involved in that act of cheating with a friend who is heterosexual than it would be an act of cheating with a friend who is homosexual or questioning and just wanted to have an experience with a woman. Plenty of women out there he he could have paid, by the way. That would have been my thing. It's like, bro, you could just pay these women. Or there's, I know a ton of women who would do it for free because they want to be a gay man's first time. You know, ton of single women at that. 
So there's really no need for you. I don't give a... Ah, but I want it to be her. I don't want it... No, I want to beat your ass. I want to take this zapper out of this fucked up case. And, and zap you with it. You know? Part of my language. But hey. But in all seriousness, I can't really... The, the situations I've dealt with... And one can say you're just going based off trauma. Yeah. I mean... Can you really blame me? The scenarios that I've dealt with, that female with a majority male friends or all male friends is not really something that makes me feel comfortable, to be honest with you. You can call it insecurity. You can, people can call it whatever they want to. My thing is, okay, if that is the case, and this happens all the time. This happened all the time. When I would bring up scenarios that they did together and question her to see how she would feel if the shoe was on the other foot and the the friend's gender, the the gender of the friends changed. If, If it was me going out to dinner dates with female friends if it was me getting random presents from female friends little surprise presents being being uh, dropped off at my work desk or whatever I don't have a work desk but you know this was a scenario that happened you know from this supposed friend right if people are getting things, and I'm not saying friends can't get gifts with one another. I'm not saying friends can't go on dinner dates with one another. I'm saying, yeah, there's absolutely a degree of what's going on there when the genders are opposite. And I'm just going to keep it funky. Y'all can act like, oh, I'm the most secure person in the way. I don't. BS. BS. Because like I said, every time a scenario like this were to happen and I would talk to the women about it, the women, well, well, why would you want to go out on a dinner with your friend anyway? How about I ask you the same question? Everybody is different, but there's a lot of similarities between men and women as far as what we say we, we, we will put up with and what we actually will put up with. What we say we're okay with and what we're actually not okay with or actually are okay with. How we claim to be as individuals, but how we really are as people of, you know, the specific gender and stuff. My question is, and I I know women, uh, and I I kind of felt like I was going to get the same answers anyway, especially from the women who have a lot of uh, male friends. This idea of I don't get along with women, women are this, women are that. I get more along with men because men tend to be this way, that way, blah, 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 or, you know, all that other stuff. Women are trash from these women who will say that, right? My my question is, if... But you're a woman yourself. What makes you so different from these, this other women, these other women? One and two, 
I always ask them, what experiences make you feel that way? I just detail my experiences or some. (laughs) Those are just a few people. You know, the dinner dates, the random presents, those were just a few of the instances that went down uh, when I dated a woman who had a majority male friends, a majority, majority male friends, right? I didn't detail you all. I, I used to be a sucker. <laughs> I used to be a sucker, y'all. A sucker MC, that used to be me. Boogie to the boogie to be. But nah, for real, I used to be the insecure sucker that was taking on each and any, any woman that would give me attention. And a lot of these women saw that and they said, I can play this sucker because he a sucker. I could play this fool like a fiddle. And they and they did so. You know, this is me being real candid, raw, honest with y'all. It got to a point where I was like, there are just certain things I would not put up with in a relationship. There are certain red flags, even if these flags these are things are gonna I'm gonna put up a red flag in but I could be wrong I could be wrong in putting up this red flag and I will gladly take this red flag down if proven to be wrong if shown to be wrong you know but after those situations like I said it's just been times where I'm like you know what I'm not gonna put up with this I'm not gonna date a woman uh, for example I'm not going to date a woman who has majority male friends you know if these men aren't gay why are a bunch of straight and people can say things like well you know you're 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 saying men and women you're essentially saying men and women cannot be friends that's not what i'm saying at all i'm saying i don't trust a woman who doesn't have any female friends or probably has the close one or two and befriends every single man that she comes in contact with automatically numbers are exchanged but he's just a friend you just met this dude last week you just started this job and all of a sudden y'all just something ain't right here something is not right here Meanwhile, there's women who work at this job. How come you didn't exchange information with them? You just walk past the woman on the street. How come it's so easy for you to exchange information and and, and, and befriend a, a stranger who's a male than it is to for you to befriend a stranger who is a woman? I feel like as a woman, I, I can't speak for women, but I feel like as a woman, y'all would have more in common. And that is the one thing that I just see is the... Because when you think about friends in general, that may not be all friend groups. And I understand that's not all friend groups. When you think about friend groups in general, and be real, think about your friend group. How do y'all got together, huh? Why? What's keeping y'all together? There's something in common that you all have. You talk to many people. I, I bet you if I were to do like a... Uh, you know, one of them little surveys or whatever, them little on the street asking people questions type thing. I could be wrong. But if I were to do that and ask people, what is it about your your friend group or, you know, what brought y'all together? What brings y'all together? What, you know, 
a lot of people are going to say things like they have common goals or they have the common personality or they just I, I I used to work with a guy um a few months ago who his friend group it's him and a bunch of other guys he calls he calls them his brothers and stuff because they all kind of look the same right not brothers in the sense like oh we're really really that tight or whatever I think that's part of it but I think the other half is he said that because they all have similar features but that's a commonality this guy found God <laughs> this guy found a bunch of I don't know how they met up but I apparently uh, they they found each other by looking like or noticing that they l- resemble one another and they said let's be friends based off of that <laughs> you know but that's a common thing you know musicians who have musician friends have musician friends because that's a common thing you know writers who have writer friends my writer friends i met them because it wasn't because it was some you know, uh, random instance. It was, oh, you're a writer, I'm a writer. We writers, like <laughs> we friends and we can relate to stuff like that, you know? And again, that's not every single friend that I have. That's not every single friend that you have. You're not gonna have everything. You possibly don't have everything in common or something in common with your friends, right? All of your friends. But there are going to be a group of individuals that make up your friend group. If it's not everybody, there's a majority of everybody within your friend group. Just think about your friend group that you have something in common with. And that is what brings you all together. Now, I just bring that up and again, bring up the aspect of what is bringing you as a woman. What do you have in common with the men that you're friends with? My assumption is a underlining emotion of either maybe lust or a potential relationship. The possibility is the commonality. The possibility of something deeper than a friendship is the common thing that's going on within this this friendship. Again, call me what you want to call me. Say you're you're blowing it out of proportion. I asked women this question in the past as well. I asked people, and I can never get a straight answer. You know, and people can break up. Well, you know, what about men with a lot of female friends? What straight man do you know has a lot of female friends? Let's keep it a buck here. And this isn't, when I bring up sexuality, because you know you got to preface these things nowadays because people are idiots. It's not to bash anybody. I'm not bashing gay men. I'm not bashing lesbian women. I'm not, but when you see a man with a bunch of women, they're either family members or that man is gay. I'm sorry. You do have situations like, you know, on Girlfriends where you have the Williams of the world, right? 
uh, William being a character who was a straight, who, you know, was a straight man. And he had four uh, straight female friends, right? He was the only man in this, in this friend group, right? But for those who watch Girlfriends, you know what happened eventually with Joan and William. They got into a relationship. Now, whether you thought the relationship was worth a damn or whatever, we're not arguing that. But the simple fact is they did eventually take it further than just being friends. So when I or any other man has a and someone's going to say, well, that's a TV show. That's not real. Stuff like that happens in real life, too. And how dare you try to say Girlfriends is not real. It's one of the realest shows in TV history. (laughs) But no, seriously, stuff like that does happen. So you cannot... I just don't understand where this idea that a man is tripping. Like he's overreacting. Like I'm one to admit if I am blowing something out of proportion. If I'm overreacting. Like I said... If the women that I've dealt with who had all male friends or majority male friends, if they had an equal amount of female friends, like if 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 every time they were talking to a friend, whether it be on the phone or whatever, it was, you know, 50% women, 50% men, or even somewhat of an even breakdown, I would have been okay if it was, you know, 60, 60% men. And, and 40% women. You know, not not equal breakdown, but it's it's closer than 90-10. It's closer than 98-2. It's a lot close. It's a lot more comfortable, let me just put it that way. For that, those 60-40 is a lot more comfortable for me as a, a man in a relationship with a woman who uh, has all male friends. I'd be a lot more comfortable with a 60-40 breakdown of 60% male, 40% female, than a 90% male, 10% female, 95% male, 5% female, 99% male, 1% female. Like, I'd be a lot more comfortable with that. And not to say that I, you know, don't think that a woman is not going to cheat on me with another woman like if it was a 50 50 breakdown or if it was a 90 percent female 10 percent male breakdown right and one of those women were lesbian or they wanted to experiment with my girl and then it happened for those who are wondering yes i would still be upset i'm not one of these dudes that's gonna be like oh yeah 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 lesbian sex yeah like nah like I'd still be upset. You're with me. You fucking hoe. Like, you with me. Like, if you want to go off and be with somebody else, don't waste my time. And that's my whole thing. It's like, don't waste my time. Be real. Be with the... If this male friend, or even female friend... Let me get off topic for a bit. If this friend, no matter their binary uh 
gender choice, right? Identification or whatever, right? If they say, hey, you know, um, if my partner, of course, she's like, hey, I'm not really happy in this relationship. I'm going to experiment things or try things out with so-and-so. Yeah, well, I'd be upset, but I enjoy the honesty. I'd appreciate the honesty and I keep it moving. Rather than her keeping this individual on her side for the longest and then something, all that sexual tension just keeps building and building and building over the years and then it, it, it explodes. And both of them explode literally and, you know, on, on each other or in the bed and everything and just, it just all explodes, you know? I would not be okay with that. So, again, just to recap everything, I understand that there should be a security thing. There should be a level of trust as well. I'm not saying all of what I'm saying here is like gospel of anything. I wish I was at a level to where I can have a woman who has majority male friends. And I'd be totally okay with that and say things like, oh, it's all right, baby. No, it's always going to be in the back of my mind. Especially if they're hanging out. Especially, again, if they're having little dinner dates. You know? It's always going to be in the back of my mind. How come she couldn't just do this activity with me? You know? Because people are not out there. They're not going to assume y'all are friends. You're going to assume y'all are dating. They're going to assume things and not saying that this is going to, you know, add on to my perception or whatever, but it's going to even look like, I'm just saying, it's going to even look like y'all are dating. Even if y'all are not cuddled up buddy, buddy with one another, y'all could be giving each other daps and high fives and stuff. Guess who does that as well? Couples. Nobody's going to say, wow, she just, they're, they're at Dave and Buster's, right? And they just won a game of, of, you know, whatever, right? Together. And they just gave each other a chest bump. Who, you know? People are not going to say, wow, they must be really good friends. They're going to say, that's a cute couple right there. (laughs) And they just whipped some ass and some tabletop tennis or whatever. I don't know. That's what they're going to say. No matter what you do with your friend of the opposite sex, that's how the perception is going to be. And again, I bring up the situation. What if I were to take a girl to Dave and Buster's? What if I were to take a girl out to, uh, you know, some other place, right? What if I were getting gifts dropped off to me by this girl who's a friend of mine? I know... No woman that I'm dating would be okay with any of that. So, again, how dare they? I had one, again, speaking from experience again. I had one one of the, uh, it was a day, again, where this is the old dinner date one. She she was at work, and she should have been home taking care of her kid, but she wasn't. Um, she had a kid as well, but, uh, or has a kid. Let me not say had. Kid's still alive, right? But 
has a kid, she's a mother and everything, not my kid, but has a kid and everything, right? After she got off work, she should have been home. She should have been home taking care of the child. But she stayed after work and was kikiing up and eating dinner with this friend, right? I'm not cool with that. I wasn't cool with that. And this is the same woman. I went to the movies a couple of weeks after that, right? Um, sometime after that. It was probably like more than a couple of weeks. But still, sometime after that, I went to the movies. And she is, who are you with? Who, da, 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 da. who are you going with? Blah, blah, blah. This, that. Asking me all these pressing questions. And I'm like, I know the woman in, my, in the back of my mind. I'm like... I know the woman who did, who just went on a dinner date instead of going home and taking care of her son, her two-year-old son, I know she's not damn well trying to ask me where I'm at, where I'm going, or, well, not where I'm at, because she knew where I was at. I didn't hide that from her. Like, she did the whole dinner date thing. She didn't, I didn't tell, she didn't tell me about it until months after it happened, by the way, you know? Um, like a month or two after the date happened, that's when she, she let me know about that time she was late at work, right? So, you know, like I said, I used to be a sucker. <laughs> You're like, how'd you fall for that, man? I thought you were smarter than that. Listen, I, uh, you don't get this intelligent by not going through some, some stuff and seeing, seeing seeing through it, you know what I'm saying, like, I wasn't born smart, I, I'm sorry, I, I just, I just wasn't, you got to get there, and I had to work at getting at the intelligent me that you, that is right before you, you know what I'm saying, but anyways, she was all up on me, she wanted to know who I was with, at the movies with, um, you know, and all that other stuff, by the way, anyone who knows me knows that I'm good for going to the movies by myself. I don't need any to go with anybody else. I didn't go to the movies with anybody that night. But the principle of the matter is, it's like... She was fishing to see if it was a female friend or just a female in general that I was going to the movies with. And again, this is the same woman who thinks it's very much okay to not only ignore her responsibilities, but to go on random dinner dates with a man and receive gifts from a man. And again, I, I've never really, re- I never received a random gift from a female that I wasn't dating, by the way. Right? Um, well, let me take that back. Y'all remember the divester that I read for filth a couple months ago, right? This, this is on par with this story as well. So, again, I won't say her name. I won't say anybody's name in these situations. But anybody listens to this and they're like, oh my God, he's talking about me. You snitched on yourself, bitch. Ain't nobody knew who the fuck you were. Sorry, had to use the language. But y'all remember the divester I read a couple months ago, right? So, her and I were friends. We're no longer friends still. You know, that's that's a tie that I'm just not trying to rehash. She's done, you know. You're done, no. She is done. But she randomly bought me uh, 
the 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 uh hair dryer that I have now, I didn't buy that with my own money. <laughs> she got it for me. Um and she claimed she did it because she knew that I wanted to do so. But this was during during the summer and spring, during it when it when the weather is hot, I like to air dry my hair. You know? Um and I believe this was during that time, during air dry season, was what I call it, right? Um, you know, it's when I air dry my hair. I don't use the I don't use the hair dryer to dry my hair during air dry season. Again, spring, summer, right? Hot weather, summer, hot weather times. Um, she that she said that was her excuse. She was a friend. She randomly again bought me a gift, so I can't say I never got a gift from a woman who, or a random gift from a woman that I wasn't dating, because I wasn't dating her. Now, how it's on par with what I'm talking about here, she was a female friend who eventually did want to get with me. We were friends for some time. She grew feelings for me. I didn't, those feelings were not reciprocated, but the point of the matter is, I've had women tell me the reason why they didn't want me to have any female friends, or didn't trust men with female friends, is because the emotional aspect, oh, women get emotional, and and we, and women, they like to connect with dudes, especially good dudes like you like yourself and you know I ain't the only first of all I appreciate the good guy compliments but I ain't the only one out there that's number one number two again all the rules that we we as in men and women say that all we always say I know how men are or women say I know how women are but we tend to and yes we includes me we tend to forget that we're talking about ourselves as well We tend to forget that if we're going to say men are this way as a male friend of a female, an attractive female, that means that we we have been that or we are that, right? We're speaking from experience when we do that, essentially. And the same for the women. Women are speaking from experience when they say, listen to me, fellas, they're speaking from, and some of you ladies out there, they're speaking from experience when they say, I know how women are. Women definitely know how women are, but what they're now also not telling you is they are that woman. <laughs> they are that woman who will get a male friend and get feelings for that male friend or befriend a male because she sees a potential, a possibility of something deeper than a friendship happening and then she wants to latch on to it. They won't say that part. They'll just say the other part to incriminate other women and make it seem as though they're different from other women when they're actually not different in that aspect. And again, men do the same thing. We will say, oh, I know how men are. And men will just try to befriend you to get in your pants. Knowing that we have befriended women to get in their pants. 
and especially it's a fear when you were successful at doing so. When you were the male friend of a woman, or one of them, and you were, weren't in it because of, again, some common thing, like y'all like the same, I don't know, soap scent. Y'all like the same type of art. Y'all like to listen to the Earnest Thoughts podcast. Now, that's a great reason as to why you should befriend someone of the opposite sex. You know what I'm saying? You know, let that be the reason. Nah, it's not because it's something common. It's because you wanted that ad and eventually you got you got it. And now years after you did that, you success, or some time after you did that, you're now in a relationship with a woman who has a lot of male friends. And now you're thinking about the time where you successfully either had sex with someone else's woman or just a woman in general who was a female friend, whether she's single or not. And now you're thinking about how easily or the possibility of you being cheated on because it can happen. You know the possibilities of it. And my thing is to avoid all of that from happening. Don't date women who have majority or all male friends. I'm not going to sit here and say that because I don't want to do this. I've done this in the past and it's not the person I want to be. I'm not going to force a woman to just befriend women or just befriend females in general. But what I'm going to do is protect my emotions, protect myself and say, I'm not, and just admit that I'm not comfortable with the fact that you have all these male friends that you give attention to. I'm not comfortable with the fact that you go on dinner dates with these guys or you're getting presents from them or you're doing things with them that you can and should be doing with me as your man. You can be getting gifts from me. Am I going to give random gifts from a woman who gets them from another guy? No. And don't sit here and be like, well, if you were getting her gifts, she wouldn't have gotten it from anybody else. BS. BS. Women will get gifts from every single man as possible, as as many men as possible as they could. Stop it. Stop the cat. Stop it. If you were taking her out on dinner, she wouldn't BS. You mean to tell me a woman's going to turn down a free meal? Especially if she thinks the guy is even remotely or somewhat attractive or something attractive about him. You think she's going to turn it down? Even if he's just a friend? No, she not. She's not. Stop the cat. You can do everything. You can be giving this woman a world she's still going to want a world from someone else. You know, a male friend or whatever. This segment has gone off long enough. All I'm saying is my take on the situation is I don't, I don't trust women who, who, who don't like women. When I say don't like women, I mean like 
not in a sexual way like you I, I, I rather I prefer my women to be straight by the way that's another discussion for a future time it's kind of unsimilar to my thoughts on why I prefer my women to not have a lot of male friends anyway but you know different topic or whatever but when I say not like women I mean like you just straight up despise women in general you don't liking someone doesn't always have to be sexual it just means that you can get along with them right you know and a lot of these women especially the ones I dated who had majority male friends they for some reason couldn't get along with women you know and again, when I would ask them, what is the problem? What what brought on these emotions? It was, there was never a story. There was never a reason, which led me to believe there were, there is no real reason. They just like getting attention from men or they see all, they're, they're keeping these males around for the potential of finding a partner or a bounce back of some sort or if they find if they they get tired of me or they're like oh he ain't really ain't it but this guy George he's got x y and z because of stuff like that and to me why would any man any person want to put themselves in a position to be hurt like that I'm just going to keep it real why would I? Again, I would still be comfortable with a 60-40 male to female split. But oftentimes, it's never that. I think the... And this ain't even close, but the closest, I guess, was a 70-30 male-female split. That still bothered me, but at least that was more than a 5 to 2% <laughs> that I've been getting in the past. Now, majority of women that I deal with now or have dealt with recently, they have a majority female friends. I had one that had a 50-50 split. And guess what? I guess, guess how I felt with them. Despite how the relationship went, I did not feel like any of them at any moment of the time was going to cheat on me. Well, I won't say any moment in time. Some of them was just straight up hoes. You know, you could tell. But majority of those times, not cheat on me with a friend. Let me put it that way. Because even the ones that were just straight up hoes, I didn't like, and I'm like, I know she's going to do some stuff or she's liable to do something. I didn't think it would be with a friend and it wasn't. But I can't say the same for the females that I dated who had a majority of male friends. Whether they actually did something or not. It was always a thought in my mind that something could go down with this friend. You know? Especially the friend that... And fellas, do not take this as a compliment at all. Women will try this. Will try to make it make it seem like it's a compliment. It's not a compliment. She's just saying she found another version of you. It, when they say that you will like this friend, let's just say... Demontre, right? <laughs> you are like Demontre. You two are just alike. You, you're, you're, you're very, you know, silly. Demontre could be very silly, right? You're hardworking. Demontre is hardworking as well. 
what she is saying is I found a uh, the good qualities that I like in you I found in another man that I either think is more attractive or just another man in general that I like therefore if things don't work out between you and I I can still have you because I have you in Demontre <laughs> don't take it as a compliment fellas and the same for you ladies if I if, if a man was like Sarah Lee you and Sarah Lee would get along so much y'all are just so girly girls you like long eyelashes Sarah Lee likes her long eyelashes you like Meg Thee Stallion Sarah Lee likes Meg Thee Stallion right that man is saying the same thing as the woman was saying to her man about Demontre if if we don't work out guess what's gonna happen I'm the good qualities that I find in you I already found in somebody else so I'm just gonna get it you know go with them it's messed up because it's it's in a way it's weird where you're just still trying to have remnants of your ex and somebody else instead of accepting that somebody else for who they are despite the similarities they have with someone you just got out of a relationship with they're still an individual and yet you don't see them as that you just see them as the good qualities your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend had and now into this 2.0 version or this new version of this new somebody right new in quotation marks because you've been friends with them right it's all messed up but that's how that's how they think you know i had a woman tell me oh you were like this person i I forget the dude's name because it's like i knew then and there what she was saying you would like him because y'all are both funny when you when it calls time to be funny but you're both serious super serious when it comes down to actually being serious you would like him because of that what that woman was basically telling me is the same. What was pretty much telling me, hey, Ernest, Demontre. Yes, we're using Demontre again. Demontre is pretty much another version of you. So if we don't work out, I'm still going to get these qualities that I like in you in Demontre. You know? Sorry to all the Demontres out there. <laughs> there is any. You got a nice name, though. I fuck with the name Demontre. I'm sorry for the language, but I, I Demontre's a cool name. If I just made it up, shout out to any future babies with the name Demontre. But that's pretty much my thoughts on the situation. Again, I can admit that this is a flawed, very flawed viewpoint. Um, I won't say very. Let me take the very out. It's flawed, nonetheless. As I mentioned moments ago, I do wish I get to a point where I am comfortable with my woman, whoever I'm dating, having a lot of male friends, right? I, I, I wish, I hope and wish, and maybe I should pray on it, that I get to a level like that. But I also never want to second guess my intuition. Sorry, I was yawning. I also don't want to put myself in a position to be hurt again like that. And that's just being real. That's just speaking facts. So if that means avoid women who have male friends or majority male friends, 
that's what that means. You know? Any woman out there who, you know, wants to be a potential and you're like, but I have potential, I have a lot of male friends. Again, I don't, I'm not going to make you give up your friends. Absolutely not. I don't want that for anybody. You know, one of the things that doesn't make me feel good in a relationship is when my partner does something that is clearly not the best decision for them, but they do it for me in a sense. I feel guilty as hell. Like, you didn't have to do this thing. You didn't have to, you, you shouldn't have had to give up your friends, you know, in order to feel like you needed to keep me around. But I also don't, shouldn't have to live in a constant, constant state of fear. And that's something that, again, can be, I guess, worked out. As you can tell, I'm getting tired that I got to get this podcast episode out. Or at least this recording done. And then get it out. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, that does not mean that, um, yes, I can work that stuff out, but that also doesn't mean that the, the possibility of me getting left or cheated on, you know, with Demontre, <laughs> you know, or some other guy, that the possibility is not there. Um, and. It's not going to linger in my mind, especially if you got a woman who is so damn boy crazy, for lack of better wording. Grown woman, by the way, too. I'm not talking like, I'm not R. Kelly. I don't date teens. But we're talking about grown women when I dealt with situations like that. I was in my teens and dealing with situations like that as well. But you go through all the mess ups. Or at least I did. <laughs> All the crazy scenarios when you're dating your teens. But when you're in your 20s and you're still going through that stuff. some, some It gets to a point where, like I said, it just comes a defense mechanism to even avoid all of that in the first place. And now, here I am in my 30s. Like, listen, I'm not going to deal with stuff like that. Because I've been hurt in the past because of situations like that. And I'd rather avoid it than to give it another chance and then, oh, to chance a situation and then something, something happens again, you know, the William effect, right? Or I get, I get cheated on or, you know, left in general for William, for Demontre, for Jeff, for Josh, right? So... That's just my thoughts on the situation. I would love to hear your thoughts, if you have any, on this topic and the other topics I've talked about here on the podcast. Feel free to send in a voice message feature if you want to. Use a voice message feature if you want to send in a voice message. Or you can simply just send me a DM or message on my official Twitter account. That will be in the description box below. You 
Love Burns. And check out the other links out, out there, uh, at, down there as well. Again, the link to the last story that I talked about will be down there. Links to merch showing off your Earth Thoughts Podcast Pride. You know, there's merch down there. Mugs, shirts. I'm going to add more things in the coming months or so. So be on the lookout. But there's merch down there as well. Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe to it as well. Again, that Kanye video should be up, you know, soon. You know? So if you want to see that, make sure you're subscribed to the channel. So you can be one of the first ones to see it. Subscribe to my blog down there as well, my Medium blog. You know, I'm active on that. I'm going to publish a total of four pieces. I'm drafting my third one now, right? I got two done drafted. Uh, I'm going to draft the other two. But a total of four new pieces are going to be up there soon. If you haven't read any of my blog pieces or nothing recent, go check out what's on there. Hit the subscribe there, follow there as well. And again, check out the other links in the description box below. Am I missing anything? Oh yeah, PayPal Cash App. Uh, PayPal Cash App Venmo. If you feel complied to support monetarily, those are your options right there. And there is a link, also a separate link from those where you could donate monetarily. Any any amount is greatly appreciated. I just appreciate the support in general. So, and you don't have to, but it is greatly appreciated. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA plus lives matter. Black trans women matter, black trans men matter, black women matter, black men matter, and black children matter. And Demontre matters. I'm out. Peace.